So you think, uh, guys, I have a question. Okay. Isn't a human kind of a reverse fish? <laughs> uh, elaborate. You know, like fish do the water thing and they breathe in the water. Yeah. And humans do the air thing and they breathe in the air. I, I guess, yeah. One <laughs> swims, one walks. Humans, I, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. Aren't, like, fish just kind of reverse humans, though? Well, I think I think also the belief that we came from fish because they started walking means that it's some... I mean, that kind of goes in tow with the whole, like, eventually we start swimming again, so... Thing. Imagine when we start... That, listen, everyone's talking about global warming. That's just the natural process of things. We're just going to have to swim again. Yeah. Wow. Oh man, that's not good for me. We're gonna have to live underwater again. I can't wait. See, people thought Atlantis was a lost city, but it's actually gonna be a new city. It's the future. (laughs) What they didn't know is that it's just time eating itself. It's a loop. Now I'm just time is a loop. Drama episode where they find the lost city of Atlanta under the sea. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Coke factory. Some might call that. Joe, have you watched any of the new uh, Loki episodes? Yes. Some might call that an Ouroboros. Because uh-huh. it means, yeah. Because <laughs> it means a snake that's eating itself. It's, that's it. Yeah, whatever. Um, OB. OB. <clears throat> so I also, OB. I was listening last. I love him too. I really hope he's not evil. Some people are saying he might be evil. I, I don't want that. I think everybody's um, evil. Okay, well. We we can get you to talk to someone about that. Um, I was listening last week, and uh, you guys were talking about how far away everyone is, and so I had an idea. Oh, I had a really good idea. What if we took the geographical location of all three of us, find the ge- geographic middle, and mm-hmm. then that's where we meet up? Okay. That would be like Memphis, wouldn't it? <clears throat> the geographic... I This is what I was doing before the show. <laughs> the geographical middle of the Fake Versus Podcast members is just outside of Gardner, Kansas, with a, which is just southwest of uh, Kansas City. Okay, so that's kind of close. So we're going to so the Kansas playoff race next year? Could be. We could be. You're going to go watch the Chiefs, I guess? No, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> that, that sounds like a nightmare anymore right now. Yeah. But anyway, that's, that's my idea. You guys can... You guys can take it or leave it. Actually, that's really funny because that is not too far from Tulsa, which is where the BMX Grands are this year. Oh. I may or may not end up going to that. Oh so. boy. When is oh that? Boy. Uh, early December, I think. Oh no. <laughs> I haven't gotten the invitation yet. Oh, another early December thing that Joe's going to skip. Uh, late November. So. What is late November? Twenty, The 22nd to 26th. So. Ah, darn, I can't make it. Yeah. That's Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> not not exactly a convenient weekend, but... You don't want to send, spend Thanksgiving with your other family? Yeah. I see how it is. I told Typical. you I'm not even spending Thanksgiving with my family. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like well, you're what, spending it with what's us. what's your excuse? Exactly. <laughs> Just outed himself. I failed to see the problem. <laughs> Um, 
Folks, this is the Fake Racers podcast. Post Las Vegas, Sin City, we were rolling the dice, and boy howdy, two cars ended up being pretty dominant in both those races. We'll talk about it in a moment. I'm Joe. I'm Davey. Hi. I'm Matthew, and I just rolled the dice, except it's like a bunch of D&D dice, so it doesn't work, but still. Nerd. And you can see it. Nerd, 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 well, let's jump right into it with number 12. <laughs> Ryan Blaney, uh, everyone I'm sure has heard by now that he uh, got, he got disqualified, disqualified from the race. Yeah. Got rescinded not Damn. but two hours ago. Uh, NASCAR right found an issue. NASCAR found an issue with their inspection tool. I don't know when the last time that happened was. I really have no idea. Yep, uh, maybe when they, maybe when they accepted Hendrick's bribe for... You know, all the Hendrick stuff, but other than that. <laughs> Did you guys see <laughs> the tweet by Petsky's Twitter page that <laughs> said we're going to try to bribe the officials? And then it got rescinded. Like, immediately? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. That was really funny. Yeah. Um, um, I'm sure that's a huge weight off of Ryan Blaney and that 12 teams back. Uh, yeah, now they're that not. that was going to look real bad. What? Just a, yeah, well, they were going to be 53. I think they were like 50-something points back. Yeah, that, that was, okay, was that not going to look bad? No, no, <laughs> like, I, what? I just, I mean, they're still, they're still 12 points out. Uh, 17. Yeah. Okay. That's not insurmountable. Sevens and twos just look kind of similar. Um, Numbers. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah. Good for Ryan Blaney, I guess. I don't know. They yeah, lucky, lucky break that they went and double checked the inspection tool. <laughs> like, hey, can you guys look at that for us real quick? It, I think it <laughs> might be broken. Like, imagine they just packed that up and forgot about it. Like, <laughs> that, or, or even if Penske was like, "Damn, that sucks." All right, well, I guess we'll are, see you guys next week. <laughs> are people melting down about it at all? Like, ugh. Why NASCAR has so much money and they are using broken tools? Because I can I'm, already. And I'm sure, I'm sure that's someone is, right? I'm like, sure there's some downvoted comments on Reddit that said that. <laughs> I'm sure if I went to the troves of Twitter comments that they're there. But <laughs> overall, I think most people are just, they're kind of laughing that it happened. And honestly, I'm happy that they like they fixed it. Like, I'm happy that they didn't, like, they have enough due diligence to do that after something like that. Like, I'm glad that yeah. that happened. It's a good sign. It's a opinion. new NASCAR. They're taking responsibility. <clears throat> We're getting there. <laughs> I uh, I really liked uh, Jesse Dalton, friend of the show's post, where he was like, they finished sixth and they got caught for cheating. Like, the, what was even the point if they didn't win? <laughs> so, yeah, definitely a massive bullet dodge there. So. Oh, yeah. It's a Penske. A sixth place finish at Las Vegas is probably one of their best finishes of the year on a mile and a half, besides True, Blaney's yeah. win. So, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. ah. Ah. Mm. Kyle Larson, though, tied his career best finish of first. He won. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. Statistically, not untrue. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> um, Advances to the championship for, I, I don't think this is anything. I mean, Homestead was next. It was, it was this week, so like, uh, felt like it was gonna happen. 
Yeah, I mean, and honestly, he's going to be more dominant next week at Homestead because he was just lights out fast last year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, and it's you know it's been done to death how important winning this race is for your championship hopes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Kyle mm-hmm. Larson. I, I you know comments from Cliff Daniels and Kyle Larson insinuate that they're not going to take their foot off the gas, but that's like. You're still, when you have that extra 10, 15 minutes in the shop, you're still going to work on the Phoenix car instead of the Martinsville car. You know what yeah. I mean? Yep. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it still happens that way, even though they're going to probably try their best to win these next two races. Yep. Chase Elliott's going to win at Homestead, isn't he? He's going to have the Kyle Larson car. Where did he even finish this week? <laughs> I know he's got the second most laps led of all Chevy drivers in the playoffs, and it's not even close. Damn. Oh, it's like Larson oh, has I like 440 seconds. and then Chase has like 70 something. Byron's not up there? Good Lord. Byron has 17 laps led in the playoffs. That is crazy. He also has <laughs> a win. Yeah. He has two, doesn't he? Does he have two? I think I think he does. Oh, he won did he win Darlington? Yeah, I think he won Darlington. Um did he? Who won Darlington? No, sorry, he did not. Yeah, uh, no. You won just Texas. Okay. Yeah. Ignore me. Silly um, goose. Yeah. Big silly goose in I know, Yeah, I know Chase got that penalty on the last restart for jumping it, but wasn't that his second penalty for doing that <coughs> the same day? Or or would they just say that was the second one in general? I, I think it was the second one in general. Because AJ someone got else, one, I think. Yeah, AJ oh, got, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, someone else got the same penalty. It is weird that it's happening so often, especially back in the field. It's weird that NASCAR is like enforcing the rule finally. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like next year inevitably when like a driver that's pretty popular and maybe isn't like a part of one of the big teams gets pushed to a win in the Xfinity series and they finally call the no locking bumpers rule. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a fun one. I'm gonna. I'm calling that right now. I'm, I'm waiting I'm, for it. I'm calling my shot. That's gonna happen Mark next year. Marker Kligerman's gonna win at Daytona, and they're gonna take it away. Oh, I would, Joe. Get your get your pen out. I would burn the fucking place down. The nah. NASCAR would be under there. the fucking earth. <laughs> All right. Actually, I think I probably should. Uh, Maybe the second one. <laughs> I, I think that I should bleep gotta... them. I'm bleep them both out because. <laughs> <laughs> threatening arson probably isn't something we should do on our show. Oh, but I, then I'll do it on Twitter. I, I don't care. Uh, in Minecraft, I'm going to do that in Minecraft. In way. Minecraft, I'm going to yeah. fucking just destroy the entire facility. <laughs> God, I'd be so irate. <laughs> That's got to be my like my least favorite rule in NASCAR, because it's like, hey, we couldn't be bothered to fix the package, so just don't do that. <laughs> Please don't. We'll ask nicely. Hey! But we will we'll black flag James Busher, but we won't do it when Joey Logano does it for an entire race. So, you know, why would we? <laughs> God, I just that rule is going to come back to bite somebody it, like because they never enforce it. It's all completely judgment. It just. Oh, God. Anyway. Um, uh, Martin also, uh, <laughs> Bell and Larson, uh, that those battles always deliver. Oh, yeah. I love watching those two guys race so much. I, I think they're two of the most exciting people to watch. I don't necessarily think they're <laughs> like, I don't Inside know. There's the something about them. Great. Outside the car, wet blanket. <laughs> the, the, like, yeah, oh, absolutely. The total, tonal dissonance between like Kyle Larson and Christopher Bell, the race car drivers and them as like the on-screen personalities. Like, <laughs> once you take the helmet off, it's just like, Oh, I <laughs> hope so. Remember, we're going to get like the NASCAR version of drive to survive on Netflix next year. Or, 
I'm assuming it's going to be next year because they're filming it right now. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that kind of got lost in the shuffle a little bit here. Um, hopefully we get to see some personality from yeah. Kyle Larson and Christopher Bell and probably not Chase Elliott because he's not in the playoffs. But, you know, they uh, William Byron. I think they put po- I think NASCAR Instagram or Twitter or someone posted some clips from like filming that was going on. And it looked oh. like it was like from the from the crew that was filming and they were like on the golf course. It was like Bubba and Denny and Blaney, and it was it was really funny. I'm not gonna try and quote the clip because I can't remember it mm-hmm. all. Um, I'll, maybe I can find a link or something after the show. But it was it was really funny. I, I I have no I have no questions that they're gonna appear fine and have personality. I just like when they go to film Christopher Bell, he's just gonna <laughs> be like one of the Hendrick drivers. They, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they probably will do that as little as possible. Oh, we can um, talk about that later too because that was funny. Anyways. Um, Truex, another strategy gaffe. They put themselves behind the eight ball. Hey, you uh, finally got a top 15, though. Are we scared? Are we scared for Truex? I'm not. <laughs> I, I almost I'm not. feel like at this rate, Martin Truex is going to make the final four through just purely He's a cockroach. alone. He is a <laughs> cockroach. It, it's, it's like, uh, like Ryan Newman in 2014, where you're like, how are you still here by the time we get to the final four? <laughs> Except Truex actually did something this yeah, year it's also true oh my god yeah that was his first top 20 or his top 15 of the playoffs what the yep. how is he in the round of eight <laughs> playoff points out points. of the ass and oh a regular season champion as well which is... as much as i really want like i'm i'm not a martin Truex junior fan i'm sorry sorry about it but like it's i'm really glad that the regular season champion has that yeah. that's a really cool thing i'm glad that it matters he has a trophy hope... too I, I don't think people care about the trophy, but I think people may care about, you know, maybe people will care about the trophy someday because, because of how much it helps you in the playoffs is my hope. But mm-hmm. like such a, well, it's a true champion too, you know? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Um, we're not doing this tonight. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going into I, that. I could, I'm not even wearing my Jeff Gordon shirt. Okay. We're not, I just, I had, I had to read like three tweets today about how NASCAR is robbing us of a full season points championship battle. Oh, yeah. um, it taking close? a taking a screenshot of <laughs> of Denny Hamlin and William Byron two points apart at the top, conveniently forgetting that William Byron got a sixty point penalty, and also never mind the fact that um you know it's uh, we wouldn't they wouldn't race the same if it was a full season points championship. Yeah, silly goose. Why would you think you that? Just, you guys remember? Uh... Was it 2017 or 2018 when they gave or 2017? That's what it was when they tried to give stage trophies out at Atlanta. Yeah. And there's a picture of Rodney Childers with it. Yeah. And they absolutely (laughs) dominated that race and then blew it right at the end. And so Rod and Rodney Childers had to sit there miserable with his two stage trophies like, yeah, I'm so pumped right now. They should go back to doing that. (laughs) No. (laughs) Stage trophies would be cool. Like donate no. them to like the local orphanage and stuff after the race. That way they actually. What does that mean? I donate don't know. them to the local orphanage. Yeah, have, why I was not? gonna say, have you have you been to KBM before? Or no, no, you weren't on the other Charlotte trip. That's right. Oh. Um, yeah, David, what's we this, went to Kyle Busch Motorsports, oh. and they have just like a pile of trophies because Kyle Busch has nowhere to put them. Like the last I, thing I, Kyle I, Busch needs is three trophies for every race yep. that he wins. Come on. Yep. <laughs> Nah, yep. he's literally inundated with trophies. His like where, little where trophy area is trophies? just like 
it's like a where's waldo yeah they're page. all like stacked like just... on top of a lot of them are just on the floor in this cabinet like he's <laughs> like we've run out of shelves where else are we gonna put them <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable it's really unbelievable yeah uh, speaking of kyle bush you know kyle bush is a las vegas native you know who else is a las vegas native brendan gone no it's our boy Kurt bush mr the next one track is my favorite track <laughs> we finally know which one is his favorite we got it we made it, it. took like four years but we've, we've done it Riley Herbs, if if I, I if I ever go to one of those Q and A's, I'm gonna make sure I go to a Riley Herbst one, and I'm gonna tell him the story that you told me, Joe. And I'm gonna say, now that you've won at Las Vegas, Riley, is it your favorite? Which track is your favorite? And if he says the next one, once again, I'm burning the facility down. <laughs> I will be so mad. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I was. Very pleased that he showed emotion. I was very pleased that he was happy about it. It was still it. very tame, but it was cool. I like no, that this it was is better like than I weeks. thought it was going to yes. be. This is like three weeks in a row that we've immediately just started making fun of the person who won. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be you fair, we didn't really make fun of AJ or Blaney. We, we kind of made fun of their teams. No, we definitely made fun of it, Ryan Blaney the whole time. Well, okay. We, All we did was we talk did. about how they don't win enough races immediately after they won a race. I can't wait. If Corey LaJoy wins a race, it's over. After the refrigerator comment that you made, Matt, uh, like a few months ago, <laughs> like, I, like it's just going to be destroyed. I still go back and listen to that, by the way. <laughs> That's a really nice drawing, I, Corey. I, I still have that meme saved on my desktop. Like every once in a while, I see it. I just kind of chuckle at it. Um, oh yeah, but Riley Herbst won. Um, Dominated, absolute, yeah, absolute domination. Um, of course, immediately everybody was like, "Oh yeah, they cheated up the car," and it's like, uh, 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 "Guess what, guys? Everybody's cheating." Not even they that. Not even that. Let's <laughs> let's be honest here. If they were cheating up one car at SHR, it wouldn't be Riley's. Yeah. One of them's in the playoffs. Exactly. So, unless I mean, they're like you, you're the you R&D could argue, car. Uh, you could you could argue that they would be more willing to take the risk, risk with Riley Herbst because he's not in the playoffs. True. It's Fair. kind of what I'm thinking. I'm not saying that they cheated his car up. It's very oh, clear they that they that found something. Up. They cheated everybody's they, car up. I mean, they cheat everybody's car up. You know, you know what I mean, though. Like, I don't think yeah. it was like egregious. Like, obviously, it was. Obviously, they found something. Whether it's in line with the rulebook or not is, you know, who cares, right? If they get caught, they get caught. If they aren't caught, then cool, let them have it, and they'll do it until they get tell them to not bring it back. Um, but it was insane. The end of that race, there was a stretch of about twenty laps where he was no slower than three, three tenths quicker than everybody else in the field, and it was twenty straight laps. It was unbelievable. I've like I've never seen that much of a pace difference before, unless someone was on new tires and had clear track. It was unbelievable. I've had never seen anyone of, that fast. Shades of the 06 Bush race at Daytona, where Junior just drove away from the field on his own. Everybody it was, was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't make like, any sense. sense. Like, <laughs> I, I, like I was keeping up on the NASCAR app, and like it would be like three tenths faster than second place. Four tenths faster than second place. Five tenths faster than second place. He was—I mean, there was one lap where he was six tenths faster than every single person on track. What in the world happened? (laughs) Godly! I—I think it's just a combo of they obviously found something, and you know the and you know they hit the setup, and Riley did everything he had to behind the wheel. So yeah, 
no, great, I'm very, very happy to see that he was happy about it. And, you know, his dad was turn that into more momentum. That's great. That's great. He thanked his parents for believing in him. He And to be fair to Riley, like you could tell he reads the message boards and he you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can tell he sees all that. Think he's ever listened to this podcast. <laughs> I mean if he has, good on him. Yeah. Be sure to like, <laughs> comment, and subscribe, Riley. Yeah. Um And it yeah. I don't I don't think so I don't think we've ever fallen in the this guy sucks. What is he doing? Category of people. We just yeah, I don't I think yeah. we've just fallen into the that was a really weird story and a comment to make and the poor guy. Yeah. We we've definitely taken some shots, but it's like what I've said before. Like I don't criticize somebody on the show to dunk on somebody. I criticize because I want to be proven wrong. Like Ty you Dillon. Know, wanna, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like uh, I'm trying to think of Your who else ex. we've criticized a lot on the show. Um, I mean, prime example: how many times we've talked about Ryan Blaney, and it's like we're not saying this because we hate Ryan Blaney. We're saying this because we want to see Ryan Blaney reach his potential. You know, yeah. And I feel like I, this is another one of those cases. I think I think the only thing I really did was like in the, the four weeks leading up to the playoffs when I really needed Parker to have good runs yeah. and I really needed Riley to not have good runs. I was actively rooting against him. Yeah, Riley. I hope you understand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing personal. It's nothing personal. I just, you know, I just didn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that I dislike Riley Herbst. I think, I think he needs to shed the boring young driver thing, which is, yeah. I think, is true of a lot of young drivers. So that's really my. That's why it's always been my main criticism. We're looking at you. <laughs> I know you want to. Just a there is just stress. like a, a vacuum for any sort of motorsports fun. The playoffs are stressful. Full. <laughs> oh my gosh! Stressful. Any comments about the playoffs being stressful? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to. What are you? I'm just trying to keep us about? moving. What are you talking about? Keep us moving. That was the next thing on our sheet. Uh, You know, I actually, uh, fair enough. Okay, fine. I do kind of want to talk about this. I really, uh, okay, from a competition standpoint, I hate playoff racing. It's not the right way to determine a champion. Say that. I'll say that all day. I've always said it. It's not like a unique viewpoint to have. Everyone here probably agrees with that. But, man, like, it is so intense, and I am thoroughly enjoying, like, the show. I, I think if you're not enjoying the show, you are just convincing yourself that it's not fun because of what you see on Twitter. Like, it's it's genuinely exciting. It's genuine. You know, there are a lot of stakes, and the stakes are high, and I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it, and it's heartbreaking, and it's, it's, you know it's euphoric for some people and and just like there's a there's a level of intensity that i really enjoy about playoff racing and there's that like absolutely running for your life kind of thing that is 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 really unique to nascar and and motorsports that that gets evoked because of the playoffs like like i don't think there's any other thing in sports 
where you feel like you are like running for your life like you are like you are just going going you are an you are just an engine that's just going on its last like drops of oil like truly trying to squeeze every little bit that you can out of a out of a lap or a pit stop or a corner and it's just I, i'm enjoying it i'm i didn't really prepare to talk about this so i don't have a lot of thoughts stored in my head to, to like explain it so i'm doing it as i go so it probably sounds like shit but i'm <laughs> like I, I don't know there's something about it that I am enjoying. I know that I, I don't want it to determine a championship, but I absolutely like adore the emotions that it's evoking for me, like watching this format happen. It, I would love to, you know, it, it kind of goes back like when Denny Ham was talking about that bracket challenge earlier in the year. It would be really cool if the playoffs were like a side competition mm -hmm. during the season instead to kind of still give you that. You know, with some sort of prize or some sort of point tally. I don't know. I don't know how it would work. I, I, I realize, like, I'm saying this and there are purists everywhere who want to watch 600 laps at Charlotte, uninterrupted, green flag, no yellow flags ever. And they, they, they will hate me for that. But I just, I, I, I think it's fun. I think it's disingenuous to say that it's not fun. I think it's disingenuous to say that it's not exciting. It is exciting. Is it a little manufactured in some ways? Yes, I see that, and it, and it is like like the the especially the playoff finale thing. That's you know, Ooh. that's something I'm still working on. Whoa. But <laughs> but like the playoff <laughs> format, the three races to go through, and and it, you know, what if we it, made the I, last I find it round fun. three races? <sighs> Man, I, and we we maybe only go to twelve and do the last nine races or the playoffs. I don't hate that. I, I, I like. I'm struggling to figure out what I don't like about that because there's something about it that I don't like. Because if you're going to do the playoff thing, I, I, like I guess it makes sense to do a one race take all, whatever. Maybe you know yeah, the fact know that it's at it, Phoenix kind of sucks, but I don't know if it does though. But or maybe you do two races in the final round, or you do, I don't know. And then again, you know, the whole win and you're into the next round thing goes away if there's only four guys. And it's like, oh, first one of you four to win is the champion. Like, I don't know. Yeah, because it does kind of throw away that win format thing. Because remember, the champions always won the last race of the year. I wonder why that is. Mm. <laughs> Unwritten um, I, rules. Uh, at the end of the day, this is a. At the end of the day, this is a whole debate that we could spend a whole show on, but. Let's not. You brought up the you brought up the playoff stress, and I just wanted to talk about like there's a there's a part of me that truly enjoys it and and thinks there's a place for it. I just don't know if it's to 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 determine the full season champion. Matt, do you got anything to add, or if you don't, it's okay. Um, no, not really. I All right, cue up the noise. Succinct, just oh yeah, right. Hang on, I actually have voice it's open for once. From the shop. That's yeah, good. that's the best we've done so far. Uh, Davey's <laughs> schedule got released last week. You weren't here. We did a whole deep deep dive, air quotes. Any immediate thoughts on it? You got 60 seconds. A lot of people were mad about Atlanta after Daytona for the first two races of the season. I think that's a smart idea. The reasoning they gave makes sense to me. I, it sucks that it's going to be two super speedways, but that Atlanta track is wearing and, and becoming better with every single race. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, actually, I have the I have the show sheet last week of the, the reminder. Uh, really happy that I was on the schedule. It sucks that it came at the cost of Montreal. Um, 
but hopefully Montreal makes his way back onto the schedule at some point. It seems like they're not giving up on that track. Uh, and he's at the Oval. We've talked about this. Um, the playoff schedule. I don't love Talladega and Atlanta in the playoffs both. I don't love that. I was, I'm okay with it right after Daytona. That makes sense. The reason they gave having two of those kind of races in the playoffs is a little iffy. But again, like I said about Atlanta earlier, hopefully if Atlanta keeps wearing that, doesn't become as much of an issue and we kind of get back to more of an intermediate speedway kind of feel. Um, the one thing I, I actually, I've decided that I'm unhappy about it. Uh, not ending the se- the regular season at Daytona sucks. Sucks and it's a bad idea. Um, it's going to be really cool at Darlington. Don't get me wrong. I'm very happy it's at Darlington. But there is there was a level of f- finality that came from starting and ending the season at Daytona. And it made sense. If you, for those first 25 races, you couldn't point your way in. You know, you, you know, you couldn't quite do it. You couldn't quite get there in the top 16, you know, minus the winners or whatever. You know, like, you just couldn't quite do it. Daytona gave you one more shot. One more shot to get yourself into the playoffs. And if we're going to have the playoffs, that makes sense. And I like that. And I, I hate that it's gone. I hope that it comes back. I understand the way the schedule worked out with the break for the Olympics. Like... To have that race on Labor Day it had to do had to be that where in the that place in the schedule. Excuse me, um, but I hope that it gets switched back around for a Daytona to Daytona regular season again because I think that's a good idea and it makes sense. That's all I got. The sink yeah. over sixty seconds, but good job, Davey. Appreciate it, um, <laughs> Matthew. I had time as... to prepare that one, Matthew. <laughs> Matthew is our resident Sheldon Creed fan. Uh, surprised and also not surprised that he's leaving RCR. Um, so one thing I noticed about so it, it was announced earlier, literally a day after we recorded that Sheldon Creed and RCR parting ways at the end of the year. Um, and a thing that I found interesting was uh, Creed flat out said in his post-race interview after uh, the Roval, uh, and I quote, we just got to bring better cars to the track. And then 48 hours later, he's not on the team anymore. Maybe just coincidence, but I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, Are things just weird on that campus? It does. It does seem a little weird. Uh, RCR um, I, I know on, on one hand. On one hand, like, yeah, they haven't won a race yet. Um, They've been fast this year. They've, you know, it's also hard to ignore that a lot of things have gone wrong at the end of races for Sheldon Creed over the last year. Some of it self-imposed, some of it not. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I know. I just thought I figured they were uh, building and work. I don't know. I didn't hear what you said, Joe, if I'm being honest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, that, I think that that's the thing, too, that kind of like, muddies it all up is everybody likes to quote that number, but I'm pretty sure four of those are plate races. For Austin Hill, so I don't know. Um, Daytona. Las Vegas, Pocono, one of the Atlantas, Daytona, Atlanta, Daytona and Atlanta. So four of his six wins are plate tracks. Oh, it's six. OK, yeah. Cool. Which I know, I know more plate than races I said. aren't. I know they're not just gimmies, you know, but like now they don't take a, any skill. Yeah. Monkey but there, win there at is Daytona. a sense of like that doesn't always translate to other tracks. Jacko, Flacco. Bad, but yeah, I don't know. I was uh, I was genuinely surprised by it because I thought they had been growing and getting better. And and uh, 
something must have happened. So because it's pretty late in the year for that decision to be made. So and considering they're still in the playoffs, too. So it sounds like he might be one of the guys heading to JGR. JGR has two open seats. Um, There are rumors that Riley wanted to go back to JGR, but it got announced that he's staying with SHR, which was something I meant to bring up when, you know, he won the race. It's almost like he signed a contract extension, then immediately won a race. Crazy how that works. Confidence. It's real, folks. Um, So Sheldon Creed's been one of the guys that's linked to go to JGR uh, along with Chandler Smith, even though Chandler Smith has like a two years left on his contract with colleague or something, but contracts can be broken. Just the weirdness there that we've been talking about. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's just, it's like you said, they've been running better this year. They don't have the same amount of success as their teammate. But yeah, it also feels like Sheldon Creed was one of the guys it felt like a couple years ago that Chevy was pretty invested in. Yeah, I think that's the thing, too, that surprises me is because if the rumor of him to JGR is true, like, I'm surprised Chevy's out on him already. And that kind of removes him from the development driver pipeline i feel like yeah because why why would you move to a, to a toyota trying to stay in a development pipeline with the log jam that they always have yeah oh i don't know it's weird yeah that carson hosevar officially moving to spire that got announced we knew it was happening everyone knew it was the happening other worst kept secret in the garage um so but Josevar has been driving the 42 car for Legacy Motor Club. It got announced today that John Hunter Nemechek will be in the car in the 42 Chevrolet this weekend at Homestead. Um, a big thank you, says Jimmy Johnson, to our partner, our long-term partners at Team Chevy and our future partners at Toyota. Do we care? Do we like, I, I don't know. John Hunter ran really well that last year in this race, and that 42 team has been pretty good. Good for him. Okay. Um, <laughs> the more more pressing news, Matt Kenseth is going to be a competition advisor at Legacy Motor Club as they make their transition to Toyota. Um, they had friendship bracelets at Las Vegas because Jimmy that. was there. That was pretty cool. I saw that. I need Legacy awesome. Motor Club to get better at the social media game again. I feel like they've been lacking a little bit this year. They could really capitalize on the friendship bracelets right now, too. Mm-hmm. The thing that I find funny about this is, was it like four months ago that Matt Kenseth did the interview on the Dale Jr. Download where they asked him what it was like racing Jimmy Johnson and he said, and I quote, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think but it came from a like, malicious Yeah, <laughs> he's basically like, do you know how good that guy was and how many races I would have won if Jimmy Johnson wasn't around? <laughs> And that's really funny because yeah. I said this in our chat, in our creator chat too, when it was announced last week. Uh, J- Jimmy and Matt have always kind of been tight. It seems like they've always been pretty friendly. There's the, there's that like really like iconic clip from like a press conference where Matt comes over and sits on his lap, <laughs> like yeah. in the middle of it. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but I, I remember not, it yeah, very I vividly. It's in, like all the it's all the, it's in all the like like videos on YouTube. Funny NASCAR press conference moments and it's like mm-hmm. a bunch of t- it's a bunch of tony stewart clips and then matt kenseth comes over and sits on jimmy's lap and he's like wow we're all awfully friendly huh it's just tony stewart <laughs> making fun of reporters to their faces and junior trying to not lose it <laughs> yeah that's a very that's a very good that's one of my favorites yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's cool, that's cool like, you can talk to people sport. that way so but it, 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 then matt you're right it is really cool to see kenseth uh, I didn't want to say Matt again, but <laughs> Matt, yeah, it's Matt's really, really cool, cool to see Matt. Matt. 
He was briefly <laughs> like when I was Coke. like eight, my favorite driver. So that was I like Matt Kenseth, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't, cool. I don't care that he wrecked the hell out of Logano that one time. Now that was based. funny. He had it coming. <laughs> he did. He <laughs> did. <laughs> was based. Yeah. Um, poor Eric, Eric Jones has to be sweating. Everyone, the guy that he replaced, Gibbs. He wasn't very happy that he was getting replaced. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about it's that. Now it's competition advisor. <laughs> the manufacturer that kicked him out of the A-tier car is his manufacturer. It's literally like, what if we assembled a team of people who specifically don't like Eric Jones? <laughs> oh, no. Very funny. I didn't even think about that. I Jesus. did. Man, you're, or, uh, sorry, Joe, you're you're like sweating bullets right now. Oh, yeah. They announced that you're like, <laughs> I'm like, oh man, Richard Petty Motorsports used to be really cool. Oh, Petty GMS, that's you know that's neat. Oh, we want to race, great. Legacy Motor Club, Matt Kenseth, Toyota, <laughs> Allegiant Airlines. Okay, um, at least it's something. Yeah, well, uh, I don't really know if it's anything. Crazy. You win a race and you lose your sponsorship? How does that happen? Um, <laughs> Seems to be a running trend with GMS. <laughs> Good thing they got rid of it. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. I had one more thing. Um, but I think I'm going to incorporate it into my bottom split moment of the week. Because that's our next segment. So bottom split moment of the week. I'm going to go first here, even though Davey's name is first, because I just never changed the order. My bottom split moment of the week goes out to Jeff Gordon for the following comments in regards to Denny Hamlin. He said, Denny is trying to do things to stir up conversation to get people at least having an opinion. Whether it's a positive or negative one, you have an opinion. Okay, Jeff. The fact he's embracing that, I will give him kudos all day long. Go for it. I wouldn't want that to be one of our drivers. It's too controversial. To me, it's a distraction. I want our drivers to go and build a fan base by winning races and by being themselves. And I think Denny, being himself to a certain degree, but I think it's kind of an alter ego as well. I want other guys in this sport to do stuff like that. But if you come to Hendrick Motorsports, you can call us stiff. You can call us whatever you want. But we're running a business. And the business is to win races first. Take care of your sponsors and let the sponsors market you. Build your brand who you are through social media. But if you really want to go to the racetrack focused on winning races, it's hard to do that when you have a lot of distractions. <laughs> it continues. If Denny thrives oh on God. that, great. But I just don't think it's healthy within the organization when you have four drivers and you're going into meetings together and you're talking about how to win while you, you're having to deal with some of those things. That's just my opinion. Jeff Gordon, bottom split moment of the week. You are what's wrong with the current state of white-collar NASCAR. Um, drivers having opinions and people being um, outrageous. And not like outrageous in a like over-the-top fake way, but um, drivers going out there and saying crazy things and doing fun stuff, you know? We live in a social media world, baby. You gotta be a little crazy sometimes. Jeff Gordon, you, you, literally Jeff Gordon did all of it and now is telling his drivers, nah, don't do it. I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even necessarily say he did all of it. He did like, some of it. He did some of it. He did wasn't more than his current drivers and what he's 
apparently letting his driver say, so Jeff Gordon's my bottom split moment. He sucks. I hate Jeff Gordon, but what's new? Yeah, that was a that was a real bummer to read. Not that I didn't expect it from crotchety Jeff Gordon, but you know, kind of sucks. Hey, Jeff, maybe if you weren't, maybe maybe if you were a little bit distracted, you could have won a fifth championship. There we go. Or a sixth one, <laughs> or a seventh one, maybe. God, you could have won a championship past two thousand one. Dude, I ran I like fourteen things. years without winning a title. Nobody point out that Brad's coming up on eleven. By the way, not fourteen. <laughs> it's getting there. Um, tip, you know, typically I I just like don't care about the discussion about like oh Hendrix drivers. I don't say it. I'm like whatever. Um, but the, to have like the the president of the team come out and say like yeah that's our thing. I was like, all right. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like, as you I'm watch Alex Bowman's personality that, disappear, like yeah, like. I'm on record for thinking that like the Denny Hamlin phenomenon is annoying, but I'm, I don't care. And it's really easy for me to ignore. <laughs> it's like, I'm it's, Oh God. It's, it's just like an annoying thing. Uh, or just in an annoying statement at all to make <laughs> like, okay, bro. The Denny Whatever. Hamlin thing is at least entertaining. You know, it's like, yeah, at least it's something. Not like Hendrick where it's like, toilet paper it's good to see drivers and drivers like denny who are a little bit closer to like the mainstream media or at least into it it's good to see them bring some form of content to like the new age of content you know given that podcast which it's weird to call that the new age of content because it's just it's just audio but like I mean, podcasts are huge, and it's really nice to have people like him, uh, Ryan Blaney, when he was doing it. It's nice to have Corey Joy doing it. Like, it's nice to have these guys who, you know, like, they aren't just NASCAR drivers. Like, Denny Hamlin went to go see Travis Scott, and he has a team with Michael Jordan, and it's like, these are all just, like, like he posts about these things, and he makes them relatable, and then you and then you look him up, and it's like, oh, he's got a podcast, and it's very accessible, and he says things that, that in, like, invite you to think about them, and invite you to discuss them, and invite you to argue with people, which is what you need to be doing, and then Jeff Gordon's just like, we got Chase Elliott. <laughs> like, okay, you, dude, Do you remember sure. his dad? Do you remember how much yeah. he liked his dad? Do you remember his dad was number nine? Guess what? He's number nine, too. Hey, guess what? He also, he drove for Dale Jr. Oh, you like Dale Jr., don't you? Hey, you remember? <laughs> hey, you like Kyle Larson? Huh? You like Kyle Larson? I'm not going to ask you why you like Kyle Larson, but you like him. <laughs> See the, the hey, great thing hey, about this too. Hey, did you like me? Do you like the twenty four? Do you also like Dale Junior? Hey, guess what? I got a guy for you. He he plays video games and collects candles. <laughs> Oh my God. Does William Byron really collect candles? Yes, that was a thing when I remember watching Race Hub. <laughs> And when they were like, yeah, meet William Byron. He's the new driver of the twenty four. He's like, yeah, I like collecting candles and sim racing. So two things. One, I think I've talked about this before. It reminds me of uh, for Supercross, how each rider gets to list their hobbies and Eli Tomac Ooh. lists his hobbies as cycling and fitness. And it's like, no, Eli, that's your job. What do you do when you're not <laughs> doing your job? <laughs> um, yeah, like uh, it's one thing to have drivers who aren't 
super outgoing. Like, man, I wonder why Kyle Larson would not want to have a show where he talks all the time. Man, I wonder <laughs> why that would be something. But like, it's another thing to have your boss then come out and say like, yeah, we actively encourage that. And it's like, no, why don't you just let your drivers do their own thing? And like, like Alex Bowman can be outspoken when he wants to, but he also doesn't really want to. Like, <laughs> also, why does like, that have to be a point of emphasis with your team? Also, like it, it, that's it's it's really frustrating for drivers like Alex, Alex Bowman, who is very funny and actually has a really good personality. Yeah, but is just like wrapped up and strangled by the Hendrick media demogorgon like it's just not even possible what this all reminds me of is and Davey you'll probably know what I'm talking about was the late era of Ron Dennis running McLaren where it was like we've had all of this success doing things extremely professionally and we're only going to do things that way we're going to paint our cars gray and nothing else because no color because color is fun and fun is a distraction and that's it and it's like guess what you wasted five years of fernando alonso's prime (laughs) and then as soon as ron dennis sold the fucking team they immediately became the most fun and personable team on the grid and now everybody loves mclaren that hurts so much oh my god McLaren's that wouldn't weird. hurt. That wouldn't. That wouldn't hurt. And and, and like the fall from Greystar in that time is just like yeah. so unreal it, like, too. It, they were literally the worst team on the grid during that era because they had to do things professional in our way. And it was like, well, it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> and like, at least it's it's working for Hendrick, but you know. Yeah, like and, uh, you know the fact that it's boring. <laughs> and how long do we think that's really going to last? Too like there's there's a, there's aspect. Uh, okay, we gotta we gotta get back to the bomb split moments. But there's asp- aspects of like corporate NASCAR that I enjoy that kind of bring it closer to the mainstream. Kind of like what I was just talking about. And there's aspect there's aspects of corporate NASCAR that are just Take like make all your drivers sit down, shut up, and say that they like driving race cars, and that's they that's what we're don't gonna have even to do. go on television. We had to yeah, pull Chase Elliott's teeth out to get him on TV while he was hurt. Well, yeah, like literally, like uh, um. So, dinner with racers, another podcast. I've, I've mentioned them a few times before. Joe usually hates it. He didn't react as strongly. Um, okay, but they had an episode with good. dinner with racers, and I remember them talking like to other people afterwards, like like talking about like how much of a pain in the at like how bowman was totally chill and like once he was there he answered like what he could or whatever but like they had to chop up so much of his interview and even getting to him in the first place took weeks like it was a huge approval process like it is hard it is actively actively hard to reach their drivers to get them to make comments or do things like that that actually like makes them seem extremely the reason i like alex bowman at all is because of that episode of dinner with racers and it's really good and he's really cool but you want to know how much of that alex bowman i've seen since then like two tweets worth yeah like what what are we doing anyway i agree with you joe that's my bottom split moment but i gotta have another one no it's okay um it can be all our (laughs) bottom split moment i mean we talked about it i think we all hate jeff gordon (laughs) equally now well i don't know about matt but I'm technically related to Jeff Gordon by marriage, so I don't hate him, but that uh, Wait, that what? annoys me. Wait, Have I never no, talked about this? What? No, I John, didn't know so that. Jeff Gordon's stepfather, John Bickford, is my yep. mom's cousin through marriage. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm related to Jeff Gordon through marriage. Like, Never mind, I don't hate Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon, you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never met him, but We're it, never it's, getting an interview you know, with Hendrick anyways, like the, so it's... The family <laughs> tree goes like, if I'm here, it goes up and then over and then back down. But I am technically related to Jeff Gordon by a couple degrees of separation, so... Huh. Wow. Yeah. 
Interesting. That's the last thing I expected. My bottom split I moment was not knowing that about Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I could have swore I told you guys about this. But uh, yeah, my my dad's sister's cousin's brother's father's yeah, mother. No, nah, to be fair, it's not that far. No, but you also know. like how he just slid that in. I you know. like how Matt was just like, oh. so <laughs> yeah. Technically, I mentioned um, it once hey. in the USRL five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes. you, like, you like how Matt just slid that? He's like, well, I'm related to Jeff Gordon, so I can't hate him. Well, but... I mentioned it that casually because I thought everybody knew that already. And he was I'd like, he said that. it all slow so we would interrupt him and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Him feel he, all special. he wanted us yeah. to interrupt him about that and, and pester him a little bit more. He wanted the attention. <laughs> uh,. Matt, what's your bottom split moment of the week? Uh, my bottom—I'm going to go on an even further tangent. Oh no! Uh, my bottom split moment is uh, Alfred Perlman and the New York Central Railroad. Uh, I've been getting increasingly train pilled recently from a couple podcasts I've been listening to, and uh, one I listened to recently was about the disaster of Penn Central. And I'm extremely mad because Alfred Perlman took over the New York Central Railroad in 1955, and then immediately scrapped all of their steam engines. Uh, which included the incredible looking Mercury Mercury Streamliner. If you've never seen the Mercury Streamliner, go look it up. It's one of the most incredible looking things I've ever seen. And they're all gone. It's an icon of American railroading and it's completely gone and there will never be another one. And I'm pissed off. <laughs> God. So, yeah, that's my bottom slip moment. It's some... <laughs> oh, oh no, he froze. He froze. No, dude. <laughs> he froze. No, oh, dude. No. Your, your Discord crashed. It, it went kaput. It was it like, did. no, how dare you talk bad about the railroads and the railroad Alfred decision. Earlman. Anyway, yeah, those don't exist anymore, and I'm mad. <laughs> it's not a single one in a museum. Anyway, that's my bottom <laughs> split moment. Davey, bottom split moment. Not knowing that Matt was related to Jeff Gordon. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Um, Matt, what was your road to pro moment of the week? Uh, oh, geez, I forgot to think about this one. Uh, oh, there's an I easy one. Is, Come on. Is there? Yeah. Layup. What, we already talked about is it. it. Is it Riley Herbst? Yep. There it is. Oh, Take okay, it. That's my road to pro moment. Yeah. God, that's dreadful. Davey, what's your road to pro moment? Uh, instead of doing the podcast last week, uh, and I went to see Noah Khan again. in Jacksonville again for the second time in a month. Uh, in a month. It rocked. It was really good. That's my, my road to pro moment was skipping this bullshit. And we thank you for it because it was one of our most viewed episodes. I told you, just kick me out. I don't need to be here. You don't need me. The worst part is we, uh, for folks behind the scenes, you don't need to know this, but you're going to learn it anyways. Uh, we like at the start. I was like, "Yeah, guys, uh, we got to figure out why last week did really well." And we're looking through the analytics; they made no sense. Um, and Davy just goes, "Yeah, maybe I just shouldn't be here." And we're like, "Wait a minute, Davy, that's not what we're getting at here." Oh my gosh! We love you. We said it multiple times on that episode. Maybe it was because we kept saying we love you, Davy, that it got so many views, huh? You ever think about that? Hmm? Yeah, maybe people just want to see emotionally honest and intelligent people talk about their friends. That's there it is. Idea. He listened last week. Um, <laughs> he didn't make the post, but he listened. Um, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Come on, that was good, Davey. Come on. Everyone else can get the login information. Oh, my God. What if we just tweeted the login info for the <laughs> Fake Racer's Twitter for a day? 
everyone else can get it. Go crazy, guys. No. Um, my road to pro moment goes out to drum roll, please. The Rutgers Scarlet Knights for coming back from a 24 to 6 deficit 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 against the Michigan State Spartans because boy howdy it's fun to watch your rivals absolutely suck at football. Um Red Pro moment Rutgers they are 5 and 2. I think. Yeah, I believe they're 5 and 2. Rutgers, birthplace of football, Piscataway, New Jersey. Maybe birthplace of college football. Anyways. Matthew looks confused. Are you looking this up? Are you fact checking me? No. Uh, okay. Doesn't Tricon feel the number one truck? Yeah. <laughs> it's not on the entry list. Um, I think it's part time entry. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah. Oh, they haven't run the last couple races. That's yeah. Fine. Okay. All right. Which brings us to picks. Homestead, it's the elimination race for the championship four for the truck series. Because they are not racing at Martinsville next week. Oh, God. I forgot that. Now I got to go to... Oh, wait, did... Why do you need to look up the entry list for trucks? You should know this. And I'm going to be like, I don't watch the truck series, now. <laughs> I, I turn it on, and then I listen until something silly happens, which is usually right at the end. Oh, Chandler Smith drove it last week. Yeah, do we know who's driving the Rackley War truck? Uh, we don't. There's a, it's TBA on the entry Matt DiBenedetto is not driving <laughs> that truck. <laughs> There's a guy named Memphis Villareal driving for Reum Brothers. Yeah, Memphis. Memphis. Villareal? We have well, a Memphis and a Lawless. Memphis. That's so, that's so, like, European soccer league coded. Yeah. Um, I'm hey, picking Ty Majeski, so I'm picking Marco Andretti. Davey, who are you picking? Corey Heim. I was gonna say something. I'm not gonna say it. Um, Finney series from Homestead. Dale Earnhardt Jr., baby, come on! Oh, I forgot he was running. This I'm on week. fire. Sorry. My suit was on fire. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> See this? Just points down in his fire suit on fire. It was great. I love that man so much. He's got a podcast. Oh, he does. He talks about stuff. I've never heard of it. Um, Junior Day. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that he's gonna do a, a Todd Gilliland and Sheldon Creed's gonna win, and then he's gonna say, "Richard Childress, you can stay in your motorhome." <laughs> <laughs> Richard Childress, you can hold your own damn watch. <laughs> Go give it to Kyle. Uh, I am going to take Cole Custer. Cole Custer. Because he was really good here the last time he raced here. But people forget because he only won the owner's championship and not the driver's championship. <laughs> Thanks, Xfinity Series. Yeah. You guys remember that? Nope. What year was that? Oh. Uh, it was his second to last year in Xfinity, or his last year in Xfinity, so 19 or 18. Oh, man, those years are all blurred. They won, they won the owner's <laughs> title, and he's just oh, down. 2017. Yeah. It was 17? Yeah. Wow. Oh, God, he finished second in the finale and in points two years in a row. Yeah. That's brutal. 
Yeah. Mm. Cup picks for Homestead. I'm going to avoid taking the easy layup, so because I already picked I picked him last week and he won. So Kyle Larson, Matthew takes Kyle Larson. David, who you got? <laughs> Joe, well, Joe, man. Joe, Joe, before the podcast, should we do picks? Joe, when it comes to picks, I'm choosing for you. <laughs> this is your state mandated pick. Uh, <laughs> like, what the, what, like, what's the, <laughs> I'm going to make you guys hate the picks somehow. We are picking Kyle Lars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, you're going to get this canceled. Um, Why? <laughs> you haven't listened to Oofsides then, have you? <laughs> no. I, <laughs> I listened to it at 1.5 speed, so. <laughs> like, it's is, the only way I can has get Dewey's it. address been leaked anymore? It has not. We're good. I fixed that. So. We stopped. We have stopped that from happening. Um. <laughs> <laughs> my pick uh tyler reddick's gonna press a, the precipice of his 2023 cup championship is gonna come off the back of a win at homestead but what See if it? what if denny hamlin finishes second to tyler reddick in the championship that would be really funny i, I i'm I, I don't i don't think it's really that funny <laughs> it's just <laughs> come on so how is that how's that funny I don't know how that's funny. <laughs> it's not even like a you guys just hate Denny Hamlin thing. I, I don't even care. I just don't I just don't understand why that's funny. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think it'd be funny. You're funny, Joe. Funny looking. <laughs> hey uh, got him. <laughs> Ryan Priest is gonna win this race. <laughs> yeah, baby! That's what I'm talking about. God um Joe knows wheel. I can't wait for SHR's lineup to be Ryan Priest, Chase Briscoe, Josh Berry, and Noah Gregson next year. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. It's going to fix all the issues they're having. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was uh, that a whopping, what, one cup win across all four of them? Yeah. Hopefully they get Chase Briscoe out of that car soon because it's just not working. Hopefully they, like, you know, change something on any of those teams soon. Yeah. You know, One of them's got to start running well, just, right? Maybe it's time to shuffle the deck chairs. Who knows? <laughs> Again, just got to get rid of Chase Briscoe, I think. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, to be honest. That's the show. Yeah. Um, remember to follow at Fake Racers on X. It's a very Network. low caliber outro to the show. <laughs> Follow at Jojo Network on uh, Twitter. Honestly, Facebook, as soon as you said X, I just wanted to TikTok. like tune out. <laughs> Instagram. Um, you also make sure you uh, subscribe to Jojo Network and JTN2 on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to both of them. It's not enough. There's like 1,500 subscribers on one channel and only like 200 on the other. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, honestly, I'm going to need you guys to try harder. Mm, for sure. That's your internet crap. Yeah, not you guys, the people you. listening. <laughs> uh, the people listening need to try harder. Davey and Matt's links are in the video description below. Um, Davey, are you going to be streaming this week during Usaroll? I just remembered I'm going to be out of town this weekend, so no. But nope, 
I streamed this past weekend, and I'll be streaming the future ones. So at d7h5er with an er at the end on That's Twitch. Right. It's also again linked in the video description below. Um, sure is. Matthew it tweets sometimes. Every once in a while, <laughs> a good, he had a good one had today. A good meme about the nostalgia critic today. So there you go. Yep. So. If that's the kind of content that interests you, then. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so again, folks, we can't thank you enough for listening, for watching, for supporting us in any way that you do. It's always, it means the whole world to us here on JTN. And while this outro might sound very disingenuous, just know we love you. We appreciate I you. love you a lot. And we can't wait for you guys to listen to the next episode the Fake Racers podcast. We'll see you guys soon. Bye.